Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters. About however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two already. All right, it's 5.04 here in the Bayou City. Let's run over to Venice, Louisiana now. Let's check in with old Mike Jeffcoat. Check his pulse this morning. Mike, tell me some fishing stories. <laughs> oh, I can tell you some. It's uh, this 25-mile-an-hour east-southeast wind. It's not been fun the last couple of days. That river been a little rough over there, buddy? You might. Man, man, man. I kicked man. myself the day before yesterday. I mean, one of my longtime customers, and <laughs> I mean, a stick. It don't matter what the wind is doing, whatever. You tell him to put it in the spot, he's going to put it there. But I went down, we was going down the river that first morning, the day before yesterday, and he said, man, we're supposed to get up next tomorrow. And I said, yeah, I saw it's supposed to blow a little bit. Man, we get down there ahead of the passes and. We was using jigging spoons and half ounce. I had a little rock pile in about 30 foot of water and trout was on top of. And I noticed that boat switched directions a little bit. And I was kind of blocked by them jetties and I looked at them, what few willow trees is down there and they started blowing and I went, can't believe I come down this river. You're all so the way down there. <laughs> and we're going to take a butt whooping going back. But now we, uh, we fooled with them trout for about an hour. We put 15 in the boat and lost 25 jig heads and a couple of jigging spoons and all that. <laughs> yeah, we can't keep doing this. I mean, I mean they're nice trout, but geez. So then we went and jumped in passes and typically just bass fish the rest of the day. That type yeah. that style of fishing, just pitching mm-hmm. on the edges of them flats and stuff like that. And that water is. I mean, we was on a big tide, you know, a foot and a half tide, but that wind blowing against it, it just wouldn't fall out. Right. You know, it's just like yesterday. I left 
you know, we got a new dock after uh, that last hurricane. And that's where they put the elevation up on it, and it didn't work out for us by boats. I mean, when it's a low tide, you trolling motors up on the dock or nose oh, into boy. the dock. Yeah. But yesterday morning we left, nosed the boat up on the dock. We got back at 1 o'clock, nose up on still up there. I'm going, jeez. But it wind blowed here yesterday. So, but uh, trout fishing yeah. is, it, it's, you can land on them and really thump them. But you'll get on them and you'll catch, you know, a dozen of them and then it just light switch. Plays out. Yeah, and, and what happened, you know, that front, that good front that we got, we got some water down to 69 degrees. And now it's back up to 78. Yeah, we're, so we're pushing of, 80 around here now. You know, it's come yeah. back. Yeah, and it just, you know, it, it put a whooping on them fish. It drove them deep. And imagine some of them went back outside. I, I bull red fished one day this week and caught some trout in the middle of the bull reds. Why? I don't know why they was in there with them. But, or the bull reds probably found them, you know. So, yeah. And, uh, Tuna fishing stupid. They're catching fish four miles out. Four miles? Wow. From South Pass all the way to Southwest Pass. Mm-hmm. 120 foot of water. Uh, they was even some fish caught day before yesterday in 55 foot of water. And I'm talking about 180, 200 pound class fish. Man, oh man. So they're on a ball of bait, you know, and coming there and getting the biggest problem with it is though i've done that when i was still fishing offshore i've caught them close like that a couple of times but them sharks are horrendous i bet they are buddy every well you know they're they're coming in because the bait's coming out and yeah, uh exactly they're just stacked up there and, and i'm sure in it. <laughs> yeah you know that bait going out when it got that cold front through here Pushed right. that bait out there, and they was catching them out, you know, around 10 miles or so. They didn't warm back up, so the bait's crawling back, and they're just staying with that bait. So. Man. But it don't take long for them fish to get back a 1,000 foot of water there, though. You know, South Pass is... No, the, that's right there. Yeah. South Pass, 10 miles out of South Pass, it's 1,000 foot. So. Other than that, that's it. I'm just... Sitting here in the recliner watching McClintock. McClintock. <laughs> yeah, we got that big construction done. Well, it's the largest construction site in the world, you know, up right. at Marble Grove. And they've got three different times that they're sh- changing uh, the shifts, and there's over 5,000 people working there. So, my goodness. I'm going to let them get through with a shift change before I try to go up there and get that in that house. Oh, I bet. I would, too. And I don't care nothing about driving in the dark no more. All these bright lights kills me. Yeah. Nobody uses, nobody runs with dim lights anymore. I mean, no. you can no. you can flash them, and they, they're not going to change. They're in their own world. Nope. They're going to leave it on brights. Nope. Yep. Until they or do they it to a cop, a cop will get them. Yeah. The uh, or they got the front end lifted. 
Yeah. You know, I don't understand that one. But What's up with that? You know, get a new truck and then just lift the front end so the butt's squatting down. And then, <laughs> uh, and then their tires will blast on the front. They eat their tires yeah. up. Can't get their alignment uh, proper. Yeah. But it looks good. Oh, man, it I looks good. Oh, that's a deal. Buy them $400-piece tires to replace every six months <laughs> if you drive a lot. I was looking, you know, that Mississippi Valley area, uh, you know, you were mentioning how close in, you know, tuna and everything were. I said, well, there ought to be some Makos around. Uh, There's two of them tagged ones out from there, two short fin Makos. Hmm. That's just the ones that are tagged. You know, there's a lot more. Oh, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, No, sharks have been, uh, they've been fun to play with this year. They're prevalent. Yes, they are. I saw you know, more and then, in, more in the bay this year than I've ever seen. Oh, that's and it's crazy. I went in a way pond. up my way. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Tuesday, I went in a pond. Water was trying to fall a little bit, and we saw—I don't know—we saw a dozen mm. redfish. I think we caught seven of them. The other five just turned their heads and swim away. But, well, remember um, we used to pull in them ponds, and there'd be hundreds in them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, they would be right now if the river wasn't what it is. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, we stopped coming in yesterday. We had a little rain pop up down past Lutra, and uh, I was right there at the head of the passes. And told them guys, I said, y'all ain't putting no rain gear on this boat. Well, it said it wasn't going to rain. I said, well, what do you think about that coming at us right there? <laughs> I said, you want to get wet and watch me stay dry, or what do you want to do? Said, let's, let's get back north a little bit. I stopped on that river on one of them little diversions they have. And I'm telling you, Mick, I can see the bottom 10 foot. That's crazy. I mean, it's like being in the Gulf. That's how green that river is. It ain't even green no more. It's getting blue. Isn't that something? It is. So. Well, but now, you know, when we've got such a new influx of guides, it's unreal. <clears throat> I don't know when it was. Last Saturday, I guess. Yeah. The owners of the marina were there, and I asked one of them, I said, what are y'all going to do? What do you mean? I said, you ain't got no more dirt, and we're having a hard time parking. I said, much less just get unloaded and loaded back up. I said, we don't know. I mean, she kind of turned the back smiles. I mean, they ain't concerned about that. No. I no. mean, is that the problem? Every travel trailer that's down here has got a boat sitting in front of it. So, anyhow, I counted the boats. I walked the dock. There was 117 bay boats sitting at Venice Spring. My goodness. So, now go figure another 100-something over at Cypress Cove. That's crazy. So, Boy, things have changed. Used to never be like that. No. No. Well, all right, Michael. There's nothing I can do about it. Somebody wants to come down there and get in line with you. (laughs) How do they get a hold of you? (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. 
I'll be up Saturday, so you'll be able to get a hold of me. I'll have my phone outside. Okay. Yeah, youth, youth season this weekend, buddy. This weekend, everybody be safe. Take That's care it. of the kids. That's right. Put them Rusty's kids on in the hospital. Deer. Rusty's in the hospital. What's wrong with him? He had a – I don't know how what – I wasn't home, but he fell somehow or another and ruptured his oh. spleen. And oh, my gosh. They thought he was going to – he's been in there since – Tuesday, I think. They thought it was going to heal, close back up, and it never, it wouldn't do it, and so they had to do surgery on him yesterday. So. Well, bless his heart. I hope he's going to be yeah. okay. Yeah, he'll be all right. stuff. Yeah, he is. So, no fruit don't yeah, fall far from the tree. All right, buddy. No. See you, Mike. Later. Later. All right. That's Mike Jeffcoat down in Venice. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. They're real easy to find. Downtown Belleville, short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. Go downtown, look for the big white sign. Their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another. And while you're there, check out all their wild game processing. It's that time of year, folks, and uh, no better no better place to have your wild game process than the Belleville Meat Market. I've been using them well over 15 years, and uh, I found a home with the Belleville. Consistency is the name of the game, and I can depend on my product to be the same every year, just like I like it. And uh, check out all their holiday stuff coming up. You know, if you're looking to have, uh, you know, smoked turkeys, you need to order them now and uh, get ahead of everybody and make sure you have them for the holidays. You can put them in the freezer and... Oh, they're just smoked to perfection. Nothing beats a Belleville turkey. And uh, all their custom processing they do on pigs and calves all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter. Process it any way you like. And their wild game processing. Check out new products they have this year, like their Vinny dogs and hog dogs. They can make homemade hot dogs using your venison and wild pigs. And uh, something good to bring home from your hunt the whole family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 520 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Tiki Island. Let's check in with Captain James Plock, see what he's up to this morning. James, good morning. How are you, man? Yo, Mick. What's up, buddy? Not a lot. Just LTDing. There you go. <clears throat> Not the man, just leaving. <clears throat> leaving. Man, it's, yeah, it's leaving to go to work. It's, uh, uh man, it's dark. <laughs> it's time to why I go so early. It's dark, man. Yeah, That's what go coon hunting. <laughs> Rabbit <laughs> oh, hunting. Man. man, tide's super, super high this morning. It's super high. Yeah, it is. That wind yesterday and, pumped it on in here big time. Well, it's been like this medium since it started blowing that night. And, yeah. And it don't go nowhere. There's no current. It's just, just nothing. Well, we're on four tides, and they're weak, all four of them, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just a small terrible. exchange between them, five, six inches max. Man, yesterday, when we went yesterday, if that current would have been coming out any, I mean, we caught them. <clears throat> Actually caught them pretty good, but that current been going out any, 
I caught 200 fish. Just no current. Need to be fishing, you know, where I was fishing, I needed at least some kind of current going out. <clears throat> then some kind of cloud bank come by about 10 o'clock. It was kind of nice. <clears throat> and then some cloud bank come by about 10 o'clock, and then it went straight to 20. About <clears throat> seven or eight straight to 20. Yeah. But fishing's good, man. There's fish everywhere. Now, there ain't nothing no good, Mickey. It's all the same old kind of fish. <clears throat> but they are millions of them, man. I don't know where they been or where they live, where nobody caught them this summer or whatever. I don't They're just, they them. just been where nobody's been fishing. It's got to be Mickey because I'm chasing the salt water right now. It, but they're so small, like, that's why nobody's been fishing. There ain't no sense in going. You know, they, they've they been so small all summer. Well, they're growing up. And then, now look, you ain't, you ain't catching no four-pounders. Or, I'm not. I mean, I'm no. uh, But some nice fish, you know, some 20s every now and then, maybe a 23-inch, you know, maybe a, maybe a four-pound trout every now and then. But the fishing as far as just catching fish, we waited whatever that was, Tuesday, I guess. And man, I, I just the tide's so high, I just go as far as the salt water and let me go. And uh, we got a I don't fish it very often because it's kind of a bad spot, but the water was so high you could do it. And uh, man, a pelican flew by, dude, and then mullet was wrapped up in there like the summertime. I'm mean, look at that, man! That pelican flew by them mullets. You couldn't get a lure back. I mean, we caught, I don't know, 70, 80 fish. Half of them on top waters. You could, I will say this, they're all the same fish, but if you do throw a top water, you will catch an occasional good one instead of just throwing a jig or something. Yeah. I caught one pretty good fish on a spoon, but they're just fish, man, you know. And it don't matter where you go, I fish all over all the bays and it's all the same everywhere you go <clears throat> you ain't seen nothing different as far as the size but far just sheer numbers of fish bro you know and, and hey what are, I, it's already done on, on them limits for next year it's gonna be three and there's gonna be a slot and i don't know you might can keep one big one i don't know yet i don't know i don't, don't think they're gonna let let you oh really no 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 big one i don't think so I think they're well, probably going to go with a 15 to 20 or 16 to 23 fish. Yeah, and that's what you get. And, and yeah. I don't care if they make it zero or 100. I could care less. But what's going to happen, you know, as well as I'm telling you this, in about 10 years when these fish grow up, and it's all going to be about, man, we change that limit. Look how good it is. And that's not going to have anything to do with it. I mean, they're just going to grow up. We. So I tried to explain this by the other day. I said, dude. This bay's been completely devastated, man. You got Harvey, you got Frozen, you know, you can't go through nothing else. So it's going to take time, man. Well, what hurt us was all the floods for seven years, and we didn't get any good spawns off. No. uh, And then we did. We have the last couple of years, and now we're seeing the fallout from it. Oh, dude. I mean, you know, I ain't Mr. Pie in the Sky. Because me and you've been to, the, been to the fair and seen the bear. But the other day, I just thinking to myself, man, if, if all of this stuff grows up, you know, I'm not going to tell you it looks like the old days because it's not. They're all pencils. I mean, you catch your old fish every day. That's not the point. You just There's nothing really big. But, buddy, there is bukus of them. 
I mean bukus of them. <clears throat> so that's a really, really good sign. And if they grow up, you know, I caught some fish yesterday, man, in a place you just wouldn't even go. <clears throat> but we're really basically in a drought. And now the tide's super high, so, you know, just figure it out. And the water's hot. It ain't even good. It ain't even good October weather, bro. Water's like, man. I think I don't know if I touched seventy-seven yesterday on the way in, but maybe I'm showing seventy-nine on everything this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I had. I, well, then I did have seventy-seven and some change when, yeah, when I came I'm in. Sure, yesterday. you did. It's been hot for this so time of year. That, so that's not really good for fishing. I mean, this time of year. <laughs> so when it does get right, I'll be surprised to see what we see. You know, after this front morning, that water temperature drops down. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what we see, if the size changes, if there's more. <clears throat> but, you know, we're, we're basically fishing in, in drought conditions with a super high tide. So that's all I've been well, them mosquitoes ain't acting like it's a drought. I've 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 lived on Trinity Bay all my life, and the area I live in, I've never had mosquitoes like I have right now. They're, they're flying the plane and running trucks every night, and it. I think they're just stirring them up. They need to mix that stuff a little stronger. I think it ain't hey, working. Hey, we got a guy come one of them them uh, fog guys that comes by on Tiki. Hey, me and Cameron get the laugh now, and this dude's going like fifty miles an hour. He ain't going to kill a mosquito no. unless he hits you with his truck. <laughs> He's going so fast in the old fuel stuff, you don't even know where it goes. I, I said, man, they must be paying this guy about about a day, not the hour, because he's in a hurry. It's pretty, it, hey, it's pretty comical. Because speed limit on Tiki's 30, I promise he's going 45, blazing down through there, because he goes like at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, and the wind's blowing, and if you got to go yeah, slow, he, cover it. it oh, no. Only thing he's killing is somebody's checkbook is paying him. <laughs> he's killing no mosquitoes. <laughs> Boy, it sounds like you still got that crud, man. Oh, man, I'm on the back side, but hey, what, it, it got on me for a few days, buddy. That wasn't too friendly. That oh, was, I had that it. Was, that was, it's hard to get rid of. Yeah, that was no bueno. But Especially I, I when you're like, working oh, every day and not getting any rest. Yeah, it feels like I get it this time of year, almost every year, at least once a year. But, uh, you know, Mickey debates, it, it don't matter. You know, uh, guy had Monday, he had like a uh, mere little marshmallow, and he was doing really well. I said, what are you throwing, man? Marshmallow. And I was throwing that little, uh, that little PB, that little bass assassin bait. In a spoon, and Chuck was throwing a top water. It didn't matter. And, then, and yesterday, it it seemed like the white sea shad, probably the best bait. Yeah, you, you had to fool with them yesterday. I, I sat one spot forever, man, and we finally caught. I think we caught like ten right there, and it was just like pulling teeth. And I went to check on something that we ain't looked at in years. And there's nothing to see. I just cut the key off. I said, man, let, let's throw motor in here and try it. And I'm trying to go home. And we catch a flounder. Well, I'm trying to get this guy's flounder. If it's to get the net, my rods or anything, I hook a fish. Well, I hook a trout. I said, look here, man, I got a trout. <clears throat> First two casts. 
And then I started paying attention a little bit, and I said, man, let me check this little edge right here. And I backed up on this little edge, about three foot. Buddy, you couldn't get a lure back. We went through like three or four times, about a 400-yard stretch. It, it's it's every cast or every other cast, just fish, you know, half of them illegal, maybe some up to 17 inches, just, you know, just fish. Yeah. But that got pretty good. That was actually really good there for just a minute. And we were just trying to go home. <laughs> so, but I'm telling you, if we'd have had some current yesterday, I think it would have been really good. Probably not no bigger, but been faster anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell my guys, hey, man, y'all don't be gut hooking these fish. I told John and them yesterday. Dude, I just make them mash the barbs down on the hooks, man, on your jig head. Just get a good pair of pliers and just mash it flat. They ain't going to lose well, them unless they, they give them slack. Well, they're not going to lose them because I can't even see the head. I said, man, what are y'all waiting on, man? Y'all better quit killing these fish or I'm leaving. I said, look, every one of them y'all catch them, I can barely see the jig head. Come on, man. Y'all got to get quicker than that or we'll have to leave. I don't like killing them. I ain't going to sit there and kill them. And you don't have a choice right now because the fish are all, they're just fish. you got to catch what you catch. But when I was thinking about this, man, when y'all feel something, don't think it's a bite. Don't guess. Just set the hook. If there ain't nothing there, there ain't nothing there. All right. You wait so long, man. I'm like, I did. I, we, we did. We killed about two or three fish yesterday I didn't like. I said, hey, man, y'all got to quit. <laughs> quit doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah overall man it's all right it, it, it's it's you know I, I think it's gonna get really good after monday you know when that front comes through it may not be good for well, hell it sounds like it can't get no better than it is right now no it's good Mickey. it's good fishing ain't no doubt about it but i think and you know as well as i'm talking to you know better than me when that water drops off you're probably going to start catching some better fish and i don't know if you're going to jump out there and get seven pounders but I bet you when that water drops down in the low 60s, I bet we start catching some better ones. There's so many little ones, Mickey, you can't catch anything any better because there's so many little ones. Yeah, too much And the little ones I'm talking about now have grown up. I don't know what everybody was catching this summer, but if you really care about killing a bunch of fish, you're going to measure just about every one of them you catch, honestly. I don't, but if you're really trying to kill five 15-inch trout, they all look clones, man. They're not in you catch a nine or ten inch, but they're all. Well, just we just got tons of one and two year old fish and a few threes. We're just so that's what that spoon. That's a, that's about a two year old small. Yeah, seeing. yeah, right. That's that was that first salty year. We got we got those good spawns off before they all got right. caught up. Well. You can catch all these. You know, everything stays equal. Now, we get another flood. or you know, It all depends on what happens, you know. It would be nice to have just about three or four normal years, huh, where it's just regular. It would. It no would. flood, no freeze, no. That's it. No something. <clears throat> it would be nice. But, yeah, sure Galveston Bay, took it on, he took it on the chin, buddy, for several years. Seven years. And then when them floods came. You know, now that that particular with those two years right there, us, we as people, we just absolutely wiped out a whole biomass of fish on that. Day. Well, that 2015 and 2016, uh, the fishing pressure really took its toll on all those upper age classes of fish. 
You noticed right. every year they kept getting smaller and smaller. Well, you see it like clockwork. Hey, it's yeah. A bunch Don't of take a to wizard to figure that out, man. No, hey, I mean, that's true. Your average size is down about, what, a pound and a half or two pounds? And then by the third year, you kind of salt it up a little bit. Everything you're catching is like 16 inches long. Yeah. Yeah, that, that hurt right there. It and, just and takes that was time. Us. Yeah, and that was us doing it. That wasn't nature. If it was nature, but it wasn't nature. That was kind of us <clears throat> doing that deal. But uh, I think it's turning around, man. I made a quarter's turn. What I can see, anyway. Well, that's but it's good still stuff. a pencil fast. You can call it what you want. It's a pencil fast, but right. it's fishing. You know? Yeah. It we'll is. We'll catch some good ones. We'll catch some good ones this winter. Hey, I know we were being you were texting back and forth on the Astros. Yeah, they couldn't hit. But we were talking about that yesterday. And it, it hey, I'm like you, man. They gave it all they had. The, the Phillies couldn't make it. It's hard, you know. It's hard, but you can't give up 20 runs. I mean, every team in the league dreams of just getting to the playoffs and then to get just to the ALCS is just uh, unbelievable. Comp accomplishment and if you make it to the world series hey bonus time but it bonus it uh i'm i don't i don't have any regrets i mean it just no. everything's got to come together yeah me and cameron's talking about that just one little certain place that mm. when it's your time you make them plays or you make that pitch when it's your time and i think dusty was going to quit whether they won or not I oh, I promise going. you he was. He was. Just, hey, man, it's time for him, too. He's had a hell of a run in baseball. What, probably 50 years in baseball? Heck I yeah, mean, man. Hey, but check yeah. it out, dude. The Dodgers are at home. The Braves are at home. Baltimore's at home. They've been at home. <laughs> and they were some of the best teams yeah. in baseball. Well, now I've got somebody to pull for now that the Phillies ain't in there. So I would have pulled for the Rangers, but after all that uh, show dog stuff and and everything out of Garcia and all that, it just that just killed my spirit. I don't but, act uh, like that guy. Why do you have to act like a punk, man? I don't, don't know. That's punk. all uncalled for, man. But, hey, don't karma, it all comes – what goes around comes around. It'll come back. And all right, Plog. The guy's not good. He's great. But oh, he is. Punk, like I said a, a week or so ago, I said that guy scares me more than anybody else on the team. He always He's has. He's no doubt. And he did. Out. <laughs> Throw him out a number. All right, buddy. Three, nine, seven, 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 three, oh, six. All right, James. Have a good day. Bye, All Thanks, right, buddy. get well. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand there at the store. They have them on display, all different size bottles and all their regulators and diffusers. If you need more info, call Jason Cogman at 281-701-8107. And while you're by the store, check out all their fine seafood, their wild-caught gus shrimp. If you're looking for the 912, 1618s, whatever count and grade you want they've got them great price great availability and their cajun grill next door puts out some really good food at great prices 409-945-4001 or boydsonestop.com when you go by and see the good folks at boyd's please tell them captain mickey sent you
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 541 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Galveston now in G-Town and check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Michael, what is up? What's up, buddy? How you percolating? <laughs> percolating, buddy. I'm up. I'm up and at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm here. Yeah, buddy. You heard any good fishing stories? Yeah. Uh, depends on who you listen to, how good it is. <laughs> Well, heck yeah, man. It's Somebody's been, uh, getting them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Some days it's us. Some days it's them. Some days it's nobody. Oh, yeah. Well, That's fishing. That's fishing, man. It's been a, uh, it's been a fun, interesting uh, cu- couple of weeks, man. Actually, last week, shoot, me and Dad had a blast in that tournament. I don't think I've talked to you since then. Yeah, y'all uh, look like y'all did pretty good. Yeah, as far as numbers fish, y'all had y'all had a pile of flounder. We did, man. I think uh, caught them all on artificials. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You were bragging on all that big time bait you had that morning. (laughs) You had everything. Boy, I had everything. You were loaded for bear, man. I had everything, and then I think I just, you know what I think happened. He. He caught a couple of them, you know, a couple undersized, and I think he had one keeper in the boat. And uh, I was fishing, I think, like big live mullet, you know, trying to just catch a pig or something down there. And I probably got snagged and broke off is what it was. And, shoot, I was so frustrated that I kept getting snagged up on this spot that I usually have been fishing, you know, and not had any trouble with. I was so frustrated. I just – straight braid no leader you know just threw a little quarter ounce jig head on there and threw a you know threw a lure on there and said i'm just gonna i'm gonna try this for a little bit man i caught three flounder in a row three casts three flounder in a row (laughs) and and i'm looking at dad you know by the by the third flounder i'm looking at him and he's like oh you dog you know (laughs) i'm bowed up (laughs) i like get the net hey get the net I know you're over there fishing, but get the net for me. <laughs> oh, goodness. We had a blast. Yeah, it sounded like y'all had fun. That's all that matters, huh? Oh, yeah. We had fun. We we caught a, a ton of flounder, and you know what got us was we got uh, four flounder each. You know, we couldn't really find that. We were out of time. We were out of time to find that fish, but... uh. We ended up doing like heaviest stringer, weighing in for heaviest stringer. But I think he was regretting that because he had a real nice, a real nice fish, and he was he probably would have got like second or third on the on the heaviest flounder um, versus I think he got ninth on the heaviest stringer. So right, he's like, oh, I know next year, you know what to do. So what was what anyway? Think, it's all what fun. was the biggest flounder you saw weighed in? Um, you know what? I think when I was there, it could have been bigger than this. Um, but I was, I, I weighed in and blasted. I think it was like four and a half pounds or something. Wow. I figured somebody would pop a big six, seven, eight pounder in that. 
Yeah, I don't think it was giant. I could be wrong, but when I was in line weighing in and, and we were at the last of the line, like four and a half, five pounds or something. It wasn't it wasn't anything crazy. I'll tell you the last two or three years before that, man, we've been at weigh in and somebody has just walked up with just a they don't got it in a bag, a box. They usually just carrying that thing and they're carrying it by their side and they got the gills and the tail is dragging the ground. I mean oh, usually boy. somebody's got just a pig, you know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see that this year and, and you know. There wasn't no talk of the town. Oh, you should have seen this crazy fish or whatever, you know. So, um, it wasn't anything crazy, but you know, it's a it's a fun it's a fun tournament. And in the last couple of years, it's been the same kind of story. You know, the flounder aren't necessarily here here, um, thick. You know, uh, usually by that second week in October. And so it kind of creates a little bit of, man, you got to have a little bit of skill. You got to know what you're doing. And, you know, right. uh, it creates a little bit of some uh, of some challenge, which is fun, you know. It's fun. So it looks like we might get, uh, it might get cold enough to, to go out there and whack a bunch of flounder the, the last day, maybe the last day before it closes down, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's uh, this front should have come a week earlier. Oh, shoot. I wish it did. You know, it's going to get really cold, and, well, that'll spark a flounder run. That'll 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 make a fall, a drop. But uh, Oh, it's going to be crazy. Too little, too late, man. I mean, Halloween, I that's a cutoff. I know. I'm seeing, let's see, I'm seeing Monday. It finally gets cold, and Tuesday it's cold. But you know what? Even worse, I mean, it's raining. It shows rain, you know, most all that day, which is not a giant deal, but now it's cold and raining, you know. Um, and then let's see. By November, shoot, by November 1st, the first nice day, it's it's done. It's closed down. Right. November 1st looks, looks nice. I mean – High wind still from that front line, but mm-hmm. shoot, you best believe by November first, you go out there and throw a bear hook and start whacking flounder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how it is, man. They'll that's stack. how it is. They will stack. Yeah. Like well, pancakes. That's it. We'll we'll start our uh, flounder tournament November first. Uh, like our, we do a catch and release, you know, obviously until right. December 15th and usually we'll run it till January one and, and the biggest flounder that's caught within that, you know, 60 days gets a free charter and then we do second, third, fourth place and stuff. That's so cool. yeah, we're looking forward to it, man. We've, uh, Chris won it, Cajun Chris won it last year and then the year before that, Shane beat me the last day. I remember Not that. Only I remember when Shane me. pulled that one out, pulled Dude. a rabbit out of the hat on the last day, man. Last day, and I was right there. And he caught, I know, dude. He not only beat me in first, he caught two flounder that was like, I think it was like 8 and 7.9 or something. I mean, like yeah. giants, that's, dude, that's right? Tight. It was nasty, dude. It, 
Yeah, I how have nightmares he, about how did he do uh, in the you know kayak fishing for flounder in that tournament. Did he catch any? Oh, he did good. Yeah, he, he said. Uh, yeah, he didn't get a ton of bites. You know, um, he's fishing. He fished, you know, completely different style, and right. you know, you're a lot more limited on that on that kayak because uh, shoot, mm-hmm. you ain't driving around like a boat. But uh, I think he did like the toaster category and, and ended up getting like sixth or something. So he actually, yeah. he won, he won more money than me and pops with a full stringer with two, <laughs> you know, toaster, uh, flounders. So toaster. it was awesome. I mean, he had fun. <laughs> he had fun. So shoot. Anytime All you right, man. out there and have a good time. Well, I got to run. I got to get to Randy. I got about three or four minutes for him to get a report on Rayburn. If somebody wants to call you shark, you throw them out a number, buddy. Absolutely, man. Hop on our website, outcast fishing with no G charters.com. You can check out our trips packaging right there on our website. Get booked up, hooked up. Have a blessed day. Talk to you on Saturday, brother. All right, Michael. See you, buddy. All right, now let's go up to Sam Rayburn. Let's check in with Randy Dearman. Hey, Randy, I don't have much time this morning, but you don't take long anyway. What's up, brother? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Captain Mick. Everything's going on pretty good. Looks like uh, fish has been just, you know, up and down. It's that time of year. You get through a little front and slows down, and days two after, they go back to biting. Right. I've been bashing probably more than I have crappie the last few days, but uh, the boys I've talked to, the crappie are doing back pretty good again, so bass yeah. fishing. Uh, we fished yesterday with old buddy Ray Elliott, and uh, in the morning, uh, I hung one big fish on the chatterbait in the grass, and he got off. And we stumbled around, stumbled around, didn't, didn't get many bites, and I stopped out on a ledge, deep ledge, where sitting in 25 foot, throwing up to 18, just a little worm or a Carolina rig up there. And I got sit there, and you could get a bite every cast. I'll be darned. It was fun. That was about 11 o'clock. So just a big school of fish. I seen them on my electronics, and I said, hey, I think you can get catch you one here. And I caught a few, then I just... Sit there, put it on spot lock, let him throw out there and jerk at him. There you go. That'll work. That's good. That's good. It good sign. But, you know, the biggest one, maybe three pounds. But, I mean, it's, he's going to get a bite every throw. And that's, that's, what's, uh, that's what's fun. Yeah, it is. That, that dog will hunt, buddy. Well. Well, we got a pretty good front coming next week, so uh, yeah, that'll that'll drop the water temperature and uh, oil will change a lot. We water need temperature yesterday was seventy five, so yeah, the big Sam warmed up to seventy five. <clears throat> yeah, it'll uh, it'll uh, you know, it just this time of year, them gum fronts seem like they just shut. Shut the crappie down anyway for a day. They or do. So. And crappie are fickle, man. They that, that's weird how they react to that. But that's crappie fishing. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna it'll it'll be a good good little few cool days where uh, probably gonna be a lot of wind. I might cancel a few trips, but uh, yeah, you might have to. I think you're gonna have a pretty stiff north wind for a couple of days yeah all right buddy 
Well, Randy, I got to roll out of here. Somebody wants to get with you and come up and get in some bass fishing, crappie fishing, whatever, how they get a hold of you, brother. Hey, it's 936-328-0864. Have a good one, Captain Mick. You do the same, Randy. Thanks for the report. I'll see you next week. Take care. All right, that's Randy Dearman up on the Big Sam. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. We'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 